it's Rosie. Welcome to my channel. Today we're gonna to be getting into the different soap archetypes. You know, this has been a long time coming and I've been meaning to do it, but I really just wanted to take my time with the research um, because it's so robust. There is actually, I feel like there's there's actually more there's actually more male sub archetypes than female sub archetypes. Yeah, can you believe that? There's actually a wider variety of male sub archetypes. Yeah, which is quite interesting. Yeah. So anyway, let's get into a handful, right? So we have we have the brat or the Sam. We have the prey. We have the rope bunnies or the hogs. We have the pet or the puppy. You guys know how I feel about the puppies. We have the service or the servant subs. You can use that interchangeably. Um, so there's that. And we have the apprentice sub. We have the alpha sub, we have the slave sub, and we have the worshiper sub. How many of that is that? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Guys, I have ten sub archetypes. The sub archetypes are geared around what they can do for their doms uh, either do or what they're technically receiving from their dom so the archetypes are for the subs the male subs are centered around what they can do for their doms that's what kind of defines their archetype um, and a part of what uh, defines their archetype along with what they do is also what they prefer to receive or how they like to be handled right Whereas I feel like the woman's dom archetypes are more centered around what they provide to the sub. But in other, let's say, more um, benevolent uh, situations when it comes to a dom archetype, I find that the, the doms, like what they provide, and the providing can simply look at, is it emotional support? It is, is it structure, right? Is it... Um, control there's that so there's so many different factors um but i just wanted to point that out but anyway so let's get into right. it guys i have the brat uh or the smart ass mouths if anyone's familiar with the brat archetype but typically that for the female sub um we tend to call them brats for the Male sub, we tend to call them Sams. It's it's so cute. We can call them either. It depends. Um, if you want to feminize him or he's into feminization, you can call him a brat because, you know, it fits. Um, and then two, we have the prey archetype. Um, we have the rope bunny uh, or the hogs. That's what I like to call them. The hogs or the rope bunny. Um, either way, they're giving like food. You know what I mean? Um, and then we have the pet the puppy guys I'm so sorry it's the puppies for me <laughs> give me a minute okay so uh, then we have the service uh, or the servant sub um, you can use them interchangeably but technically the servant or the uh, 
the servant or the service sub. Um, those, I, I love them in particular. They are full of, remember when I said they're, my subs can be like masculinity in a bottle? Um, that's what the service subs, uh, the servants tend to give. <sighs> They're just so great. They're just so great. And I'm going to tell you guys about that. I'm just running through a handful so you guys can get like a quick, you know, overview of what to expect later on in the video. So far, the Apprentice. We have the Alpha subs. You know, it's funny because the alpha sub and the service or servant sub you really you, there's almost not much to, to distinguish them they operate very much the same as far as how uh they support you um it's the level of proactivity right um the only difference i think you can uh distinguish between the service sub and the alpha sub. The alpha sub are particularly good for supporting you in more uh, group dynamics. Um, they are okay with reinforcing things, like say for example, if it's like a group, right, where there are people playing and you have your own personal sub, the alpha would be great at reinforcing uh, directives, uh, kind of like your right hand, you know what I mean? Someone like a nice, he's giving a little executor right hand thing, you know what I mean? It's giving finish him because I'm done with him, you know what I mean? Um, but that's a whole different discussion. Uh, <laughs> and then we have the slave. Yeah, we have the slave sub. That is a very common archetype. That is one of the most common um, type of male sub, the slave. You know, I'm going to get into that one as well. And we have the worshiper. Yeah, I like those, of course. It's the feeling of being a god. Yeah, it is It is being worshipped. I like that. And you know what I like about the worshippers as, as well? Damn, I got to save all the good shit for, like, obviously getting into it. But really quickly, the reason why I just love the worshippers, they truly can appreciate your body and give you intimacy. Um, and the, I call it more along the platonic play lines, right? Such as men that are totally okay, which is like kissing your feet, massaging your feet, giving you a massage. Um, just so great. And I'm going to tell you why you'd like the worshiper ladies so sit tight um and then we have last the handmaiden i keep telling y'all look, look what i want in life is i'm gonna have me a handmaiden i always said butler but now that i realize the archetype for that type of subtype it's called handmaiden and i'd be the priestess yeah you know this lifestyle let's get into it nonetheless all right, so for the first uh, male sub archetype, we have the Sams, the smart ass mouths. Uh, these type of male subs, you know, they can be mischievous, right? They're kind of like the brats of the males, right? Um, but the difference is with the female brat subs, they can be, uh, they can have a smart ass mouth, but they tend to throw a little bit more uh, tantrums. Um, they tend to have more spoiled behaviors, right? Spoiled, you know, more like childlike, spoiled, very demanding kind of behaviors. Whereas with the Sams, for the men, um, their brattiness, right, would look like being mischievous, disobedient, being resistant. It's giving, why do I have to talk to you more than once? 
punishment. So <laughs> that is the difference uh, between like a brat, uh, the female sub versus the male sub. So we call uh, the brats of the male subs, we call them the smart ass mouths. But however, if the guy is into feminization, it's totally fine to call him brat if you'd like to. It's a brat nonetheless, you know what I mean? And then we have the prey. Um, there is the male sub that likes to feel like prey, the prey archetype. He likes to feel helpless. He can be very okay with some pretty sadistic shit. He obviously has to be okay with masochism. He definitely likes to feel, uh, he's probably okay with being hogtied for the most part. Um, but for the most part, he wants to feel um, roughhoused. He wants to be sexually dominated. He wants to be roughhoused. Um, you want to be giving, playing with your food while you're eating it, right? Um, so that's what, that's what the prey archetype sub like. So the prey, uh, we call them the prey subs. Um, kind of cute, right? It has a little ring to it. But that is the archetype, the prey archetype. Oh, a little sidebar as far as that too. So let's say, for example, um, men that tend to be... Um, that, uh, an example of a man that would probably gravitate towards the prey archetype are wrestlers. Men that might have been like a former wrestler or engaged in very uh, roughhouse type of sport would gravitate towards being a prey sub where there are men that want to be wrestled, right? Um, or taken, you know, roughhoused a bit, <laughs> taken advantage of, um, completely dominate, um, to be completely dominated by a woman, right? And we have the rope bunnies, the hogs. You know, guys, I love the hog tie. <laughs> the whole hog tie thing is just, mm. But so as far as the hog ties, um, the rope bunnies, they, this type of archetype, you gotta, as a dom, you gotta be giving, playing with your food before eating it, right? Whereas the prey archetype, you're, you're, they like to be played with while they're being eaten, right? Is playing with your food while you're eating it. Whereas the hogs and the rope bunnies, you're playing with your food before you eat it. So that's the difference. So those type of archetypes, um, they like to be slowly, I don't want to say slowly tortured, but slowly teased, tortured. They, they enjoy the process of being fucked with for the most part um before the woman uh completely dominates them it's like a slowly it's like a slow dominance right um you up you slowly uh progress into the next stage but for the most part if it's a rope bunny you can you know roping could be an entire process it's just about how you go about doing it um there's so many different things you can probably do while you're roping someone up uh talking crazy to them for one uh, <laughs> or it can be like a whole uh a whole scene that you guys are doing, acting out, you know, are you kidnapping him? I like full kidnapping, by the way. Or just straight up traditional rope. I'm tying you up for no reason. I'm going to tie you up and just like throw you in the closet. And then we have, then we have the pet, the puppy subs. That is my favorite archetype. They just, it's just so cute. They just have this inherent, this inherent animal behavior. Uh, I had this one sub that would pretty much like shake, you know how, you know how like dogs kind of like shake when they're like shaking out their fur? Yeah, he, he legitimately uh, does that, you know? And it was, so 
but I remember so for this stuff in particular I remember being uh, meeting on going on the first date uh, with him um, and I noticed that I noticed that behavior you know um, it was a bit of a trigger uh, but I didn't really connect with it I just figured you know maybe you know how sometimes people would just kind of like try to shake off an itch or something um, but I noticed he would occasionally do it you know um, and then, of course, we obviously played, uh, we had done a session, and it was his dog coming out. <laughs> it was his dog. And you know what? It was his dog, and he was triggering me. And you know what? It's the rough. It's rough. It's, it's that for me. Yeah, I do. Um, but those type of men, uh, the puppies, they, they're just so loyal. They're cute. Um, they're very fun. I think they're very fun. I just really like the puppies. Those type of archetypes are men. I feel like they tend to, um, they tend to have this inherent desire or need to play. Um, they like that type of puppy love, the one where you know you give a lot of attention. You kind of like you know pet it. You baby the puppy. You know what I mean? It's almost like your second child, but at the same time, you could be a little bit like sadistic to it because it's like when like you have patience until you don't have any. So and then you remember it's an animal, and then you're like you know, thinking about things to do to it without like killing it. You know what I mean? Maybe I shouldn't say that out loud, but you know what I mean? Um, either way, <laughs> um, the puppy or the pet are just simply subs that like to engage in puppy play. Um, they want to feel like a dog. And if you have anyone that has an animal experience or training dogs, like myself for one, um, same thing in real life can be Quite similar to training uh, a sub, the pet, your puppy, right? Obviously, you probably have more adult context. You'll be using more adult language, obviously, in this process. Then we have the service or the service sub. They give big masculine energy. They're, you remember when I was telling you guys about the masculine energy in a bottle? It's them. It's them along with the alphas, but we're not there yet. Yeah, the service subs. Yeah, it's like masculine energy in a bottle. They're, they can be very proactive. Um, they can anticipate your needs very well. Um, you remember that time, I'm not sure if you guys have known, but I had a sub that um, had graduated to house privileges. Um, and I come home to like, uh, groceries in my fridge or like little surprises they're very proactive right um they just do a lot so as you guys know masculine energy is just very action oriented they just want to provide and protect uh they're very they can be very loyal um they are just so great so the service subs are pretty much like that they're always positioning themselves to be at your service um and it's almost like it's impossible not to love that and embrace it. Yeah. And we have the apprentice sub. This sub or this archetype uh, play, he likes teachable play, right? He is not simply here to just play. Um, it's not really like a sexually gratifying thing for him. He is here to uh, maximize the play experience. Uh, say, for example, um, an apprentice sub, that apprentice archetype, 
um, someone that is that wants to learn something from a master. So obviously the archetype Dom with the apprentice would be master. So I, me as a Dom would be the master and my sub would be the apprentice. Um, these kinds of subs are looking to gain some type of skill. So that type of archetype are men that would probably want to be forced into cooking, forced into some type of routine behavior, forced into some type of habit that they probably don't like, but maybe they ought to, right? Because it's necessary. Well, a few things about them. I do love The Apprentice. If, you, if you're a person or a dom that likes to teach, The Apprentice archetype is The Apprentice archetype sub would probably definitely be well. They're very um, receptive. There's another word, not receptive I'm looking for, but that might have to do, but someone that is just so willing and ready. Enthusiastic, that's the word, yes. They're, they have, they can be very quite enthused. Um, they're just so great. I would honestly, uh, these subs, um, probably like a classroom teaching kind of cosplay and you can maximize that with something fitting whatever topic that he might want to learn a bit of brainwashing the apprentice they like brainwashing it's it's the psychological brainwashing for them and it's that's slightly it for me you know what i mean um so there's that <laughs> and we have the alpha the alpha male uh sub archetype typically alpha subs are men that are truly alpha in real life um so obviously a lot of their dominant or inherent masculinity or inherent leadership type of qualities um just very masculine tendencies are going to spill over into the kink lifestyle or how they operate right reminds me a lot of the service subs but i would say the number the primary thing that distinguishes distinguishes the two the service sub from the alpha sub is that the alpha subs are obviously typically men that are alphas in real life, right? Um, as far as action oriented, they operate just the same, right? Um, and it's so hard not to love that one uh, as well, but I would say the alpha sub, um, they can be supportive in different contexts than the service sub would be. Service subs are probably the ones that would do well in the home, you know what I mean? That can anticipate your needs, that can go with you while you're out. Um, the alpha subs, um, you can do the same thing with that, but let's say if you're having like a party, the alpha subs would be great to have in that uh, context as support because he's good at executing and leading things or giving directives. Um, let's say if you were playing with multiple people or had something where a lot of plays, uh, play partners are engaged, you'd want to have a male sub. Um, an alpha sub that can kind of like assist with reinforcing uh, whatever you're trying to do. And we have the slave archetype sub. Those can be quite, those can actually be quite a bit of responsibility. Um, high, I don't want to say high needs, but they can be all consuming because when someone's slave, a slave, they can be attached to you. That's what a slave is, right? When a queen has a slave, y'all see how slaves are. <laughs> No, but seriously though, um, the slaves can be quite a bit of responsibility, but it's great for someone or a dom that really likes an FLR, um, or you prefer total power exchange. Men who like total power exchange are typically men that probably gravitate towards the slave aspect, or men that kind of want to be consumed, fully consumed. Yeah, 
they want to be consumed by everything they want slavery some of them want slavery a lot of them want black female supremacy I did not want to say that out loud but while we're here having an intellectual discourse I just want to reassure you that we're all having fun but I know there's a lot of you that want to be a slave and you know what I want to tell you um, go after your wildest dreams yep go after them sweetheart because you shall get what you deserve. Yeah. And a woman like me would love to give that to you. If that's what you're into. So there's that. We have the worshiper. We have the worshiper. I love them too. I love the worshipers. Um, you would essentially function like they're God. I love the worshipers because they're all about you. I love the fact that you can engage in more platonic play with them. And I consider platonic play the ones where like, uh, not necessarily sex is involved, but it can be arousing. It depends on what does it for you. Um, like the feet stuff definitely kind of like turned me on. You know what I mean? <laughs> but seriously though, um, they're okay with basically worshiping your body. They're okay with a lot of platonic intimacy. They're okay with um, giving you massages, rubbing your feet, kissing your feet, um, making sure like, you know, you're fed. Uh, think about like, you know, in the time where they had kings and queens and they would have the luxury of humans just feeding them grapes and massaging them. It's, they remind me, I don't know how else to best explain it, but the, the worshiper male sub archetype they really remind me of human luxury and it's and it's that kind of luxury for me they can make the home feel so warm you know they are the men that are okay with uh, feet worship they can lay at your feet um, they can be a you know foot warmer obviously if they're into that like feet play um, they're just you know they're just very pleasant they're a pleasant experience um, I would say that much um, for any men that you might be into religion if you're a religious guy or you've abandoned an, a, a religion but you feel like you still pray to a God you know you're trying to look for a bit more meaning to your life um, the goddess might very well be for you um, especially if you are a worshiper yeah and lastly, we have the handmaiden. That is my butler, guys. <laughs> so the handmaiden uh, male, the handmaiden male sub archetype um, matches well with the priestess dom archetype. That is obviously one dom archetype. Um, but for the male sub that is a handmaiden, he pretty much gives butler vibes. Uh, you engage with him. Um, through a more formal manner. They are very uh, service-oriented, um, but in a more administrative, um, operational, uh, formal way. Uh, they are probably even the subs you can uh, engage with in public more easily because the play is a lot of formality, but there's some uh, slight dominance that you can assert with them or uh, you can kind of keep them in a particular submissive uh, 
uh, a, a particular publicly displayed submissive position um, whether it's having him walk two steps behind you whether you have making sure he opens all the door at walk traveling butler he's giving travel butler <laughs> um, and that's exactly what I want they're giving me emotionally su emotional support they're like the dog but you can't bring the dogs the puppies outside so they're like the puppy the service puppies except they're just like uh, service humans yeah service support humans they're like so great they're just so great at helping you function for the most part um i would say for anyone that's you know still a little bit green and you're probably or you're someone that's let's say you're neurodivergent or you could be on the spectrum um you might do very well with someone that is a, a male that is a um, handmaiden uh, sub archetype they are more okay with the form formal aspects of the play the thing that does it for them is the formalities just make them into the butler give give him the fantasy open him up in that way what aspects of himself can he further unlock by being a butler what is what is it about being a handmaiden what roles can he serve in that role of his um, that can optimize it right because he's inherently that kind of archetype so you refine it um he's great inside the home i tell you that much great for working a party as well great it's so great they can play but at the same time be very supportive with your uh you know reinforcing your commands they're the guy that you send to the alpha subs it's just such a whole operation but i think that that's it guys so I talk about a lot of these archetypes on my Patreon. Um, so if you guys want to know more, I would suggest that you go on there and kind of like peruse around um, and see which one you identify with the most. But I want to say in general, you want to do independent research. Um, if you see anything in my videos that resonates with you, you do research. Whenever you know what type of archetype you are, you can better identify your needs. If you can better identify your needs, you can better find an ideal dom um, that's more uh, suitable for you, right? Because if you're happy, then she's happy, if she's happy, then you're happy, right? See, that's like how it works out just fine. So I do want to encourage you to kind of like seek out and research and if you're having any issues, please come find me. You know I have it available to you. So please don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. Thank you so much for coming.